a virus is in the air. And if you've been exposed, count yourself blessed. I'm talking about the Advent virus, and it's one that we all want to catch. This warning was sent to me, and I thought I would share it with you. Warning, warning, Advent virus is going out. Be on the alert for symptoms of inner hope, peace, joy, and love. The hearts of a great many have been already exposed to this virus. People everywhere could come down with it in epidemic proportions. This could pose a serious threat to what has up to now been a fairly stable condition of conflict in the world. Some symptoms of the Advent virus include an unmistakable ability to enjoy each moment, a loss of interest in judging others, overwhelming episodes of appreciation, frequent attacks of smiling. Just to mention a few, please send this warning out to all your friends. This virus can and has affected many systems. Some systems have been completely cleaned out because of it. Well, have you come down with a virus yet? If you're exhibiting any of these symptoms, you probably have. And what's more, if you're showing these signs of the virus, you're probably infecting others already. In fact, you may be consciously, even gleefully, spreading it. Then again, that is what we are supposed to be doing right now. It is the church's job to infect the world with contagious joy. We can't properly prepare for the arrival of Christ in our midst until we come down with this fever and try our utmost to spread it. But beware, there are a lot of bugs floating around out there that will try to mimic the Advent virus. And so how can we be sure that we are infected with the real thing? How can we be sure that we aren't just suffering a condition that only imitates some of the classic symptoms of the Advent virus? Well, our gospel lesson this morning can help us out there. This morning's lesson from the gospel according to Matthew has John the Baptist essentially asking that very question of Jesus. How do we know that you are the one who is to come? He is asking, what are the symptoms that your presence elicits? It's worth noting that earlier in Matthew's gospel, at the start of Jesus' public ministry, John was convinced of Jesus' genuine nature. John had hesitated to baptize Jesus, protesting that I need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me? But time and the cold reality of Herod's prison had apparently cooled John's advent fever, now, as he was nearing the end of his life, he wants to see evidence and hear proofs of Jesus' messianic ministry. And how does Jesus respond to this challenge? Jesus responds by providing a litany of symptoms. The blind see, the lame walk, lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the poor receive good news. In other words, Jesus is saying to John, Hope and peace and joy and love are spreading. Everything you declared is coming. Take heart and rejoice even now in the face of all that would deny you joy. There is a hope so sure that it will not be quenched, 
a peace so strong that it will not be quelled, a joy so full that it will not be overcome, a love so true that it cannot ever be denied. It is the love of Christ. And when we accept it, his peace and his joy fill us and capture us and send us into the world in the indomitable hope of spreading his good news. That is what the genuine Advent virus is and what catching it does. So do you want to catch the Advent virus? Or maybe just get exposed again to a new dose? Well, let me suggest a surefire way of doing it. It's the simplest way, really, to catch any virus. Get exposed to it. We need this exposure because many conflicting emotions, thoughts, and messages are competing for our minds and hearts right now, causing us stress or indifference. The fact is, Advent can be a really difficult time for many people. For those who are alone, this can be the loneliest time of the year. For those who have lost a loved one, this is the time of year that that loss is most felt. For those of limited means, this season's emphasis on material giving can just serve to underscore their poverty. If we do not consciously and deliberately seek out the Advent virus, we just might miss it altogether. We need its infectious joy and its incurable hope if we are to journey through Advent and truly arrive at Christmas with any sense of peace or our desire to love stabilized. So here's how to get infected. Get exposed to people who already have it. Mingle with the already infected, for those for whom Christ is a real meaningful presence in their lives. Seek out the community of the infected and the inflamed and the fervent and the feverish. You know, I think that is just a great description of what the church is supposed to be and is when it's at its best. Come and worship. You will catch the Advent virus every time. And now once you've caught it, here's what to do. Start spreading it. You know, there are a lot of ways, really great ways to do this, but this morning I want to suggest a spiritual discipline that's completely different. Start cringling people. To cringle someone, as in Kris Kringle, uh, you do a kindness or a favor for someone without them ever knowing that it was you that did it and without any expectation of a return favor. Kringling can actually start a whole bunch of Advent virus infections. This is how it actually happened in just one place. Back when our youngest daughter, Caitlin, was a barista at Starbucks, one person's Kringling exploded into an epidemic of goodwill. It was late on a dark Advent evening. The workday had been a long one. Everyone just wanted to get through the last couple of hours and get home. A customer pulled through the packed drive-through and asked Caitlin just how many customers behind her in the line had their orders still in the register queue to be paid. Finding out, the customer said, 
I'll pay for all of them. When the next customer in the line came to the pay window, Caitlin leaned out and said, Merry Christmas, your order has already been paid for by another customer. Well, this customer was so joyously startled at this news, a broad smile broke out across his previously sullen face. The next customer in line was so moved that she paid for yet another group of customers newly arrived in the register queue. And so it went for over an hour till closing as every customer found their order paid for by yet another previous customer. That generosity was infectious, not only among the customers, but among the employees and their manager who all found their spirits suddenly lifted. Joy was breaking out among them as their imaginations were caught up in the wonder of what was happening. But that night was not the end of it. The very next morning, the same phenomenon started all over again. It carried on through every day and evening of all of the rest of Advent, through Christmas tide, and even into Epiphany. And it even happened again and again at random moments for months after that. All that from just one person's Kringle. So, this Advent, Take up the spiritual discipline of kringling. Go kringle somebody. Secretly bless someone. Your blessing doesn't have to cost money either. Be creative. The possibilities of who you could infect are nearly endless. Catch the Advent virus. Then spread infectious hope, peace, joy, and love. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.